Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Voice is Magic show. I am thrilled to be co-hosting this show with my beautiful partner, Rachel Waite. Awesome. And we are thrilled because we want to inspire you to unleash your voice, connect to your magic, and serve the world in a way that only you can. And today, we are so happy to bring on a rock star of a man, the one and only Michael Brook, who is, I, I pray, is going to inspire you because he is just like, oh my God, like the things this guy has done in his lifetime. I hope we can touch on, on a lot of them. And, um, and he still, he wants to get to his next level. So he's already a rock star, but he wants to get to his next level. And I am thrilled that we had a chance to meet um, quite a few months ago. I think it was in the summer, right, Michael? When I spoke at an event, I was the keynote speaker and Michael caught me on stage. Then afterwards came and chatted with me and he just impressed the heck out of me, telling me all the things that he's done. And and I um, was blessed to receive a copy of his amazing book. Michael, could you hold it up? Your amazing book. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> it is called The Endless Wave, Skateboarding, Death, and Spirituality. Now, he gave it to me um, online. So I, I basically plugged it into a little uh, app, and I listened to it while I was driving. So I got to listen to this book. And um, now he's actually published it based on the information that I shared about how incredible the story, the stories in this book are and how the world needs this book. And, and there's more men that need to have access to these teachings especially because there's a lot of men that are staying really small and they don't talk about some of the things that are in this book and especially death right and Michael is a an avid you know uh, I'll call I'll call you what you've called yourself you, you call yourself a skate geezer he's an older gentleman who loves skateboarding <laughs> and and I believe that he is meant to connect with a lot more men to help them to you know let go of the fear of death to be more spiritual to be living more in a realm of spirituality where we're all connected you know none of us is is um you know in this meat suit for no reason we're all souls in these meat suits for a bigger purpose and the more we stay connected to our spiritual self our as i like to call aligned authentic fully self-expressed self well, then we get to share our magic with the world. So that is what I'm all about. Not dying with your, your real music still in you. Rachel and I are really, really big on this because we're living our purpose. We want to see everybody living their purpose. So we're, today we're going we're gonna, to um, speak with Michael and we're going to find out more about, you know, what's preventing him from getting to the next level of really serving in the biggest way on the planet. So um, can we get started on that conversation? I'm excited. Absolutely. I'm very excited about this, Michael. Sorry, I'm just me too. Oh no, don't say sorry. <laughs> this is excellent. So, so Michael, tell us what inspired you to want to come on to Your Voices Magic and be served by Rachel and myself through and and Spirit through Rachel and myself. What inspired you today? I think there's two major reasons. Uh, you know, number one, Elvira, it was your voice. It was it was your passion. And it was your story, uh, and it was it was your whole being at that conference that cut through. I think a lot of people didn't know how to relate to you, or didn't. And I think for a lot of people, it, it's almost like, whoa, who is this lady? And you immediately drew me in. But I have to confess, I've always had an open mind about a lot of different things. I like the unknown. I like to explore a lot of different things. But in this particular situation, 
I really have to say, I cannot stress this enough. I wrote this book a couple of years ago. I had it sort of laid out in Microsoft Word, and I didn't do very much with it. And when I think about sending you that PDF and then you telling me you listened to it, and then you phoned me and said, listen, there's something to this, that, that one sentence changed the whole trajectory. And I think what has happened is that it's not just that I opened up my mind a little bit more uh, through you. It's this idea that maybe everything I did at that funeral home when I spent five years after selling my business, I, I spent five years in a funeral home, and I, I felt that I didn't really have any more messages to give to the world. You know, you reflect on the idea of not dying with the music still inside you, right? This idea of people have a passion, they have a purpose and meaning. I literally thought that that had pretty much evaporated. I mean, I didn't think I would ever write again. And after that, I didn't think I'd have a message to really bring to the world. Because I've done this before. I did it in skateboarding many years ago. But I really felt up until I met you that this was something that was going to basically die with me. It's something I'd done. It had been a nice cathartic exercise. But ultimately, what you inspired me to do and why I'm taking this next phase and this next step is that I truly feel that that conversation that I had with you has now led me to say, okay, this book is something that can be that bridge builder. It can bring people to a state in which they turn from, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm just going to be a closed minded person to, oh my God, this guy actually gave me some information about death and dying. And it's made me think. That's all I want people to do. I want it to be a conversation starter. And I credit, credit you, Rachel. And I think what I'm realizing is that your, your show here and the passion that you and Rachel have for this work, I'm an open vessel. And I'm coming in with a very open mind saying, whatever happens in the next little while, um, I know it's almost like a course correction because I know whatever I'm doing, there is more to it. I can see 20 years from now. I'll be 80, but I know that I've done something valuable. I feel it. I feel I have one more thing to do, if that makes sense. I feel mm. that too. You're just listening to you speak, Michael. <laughs> I just feel so like, oh, he's so passionate. And I can feel almost like your soul speaking through you. It's like, this has to come out. Like there's no, mm. this, this is this is happening whether you want it to happen or not. There's like, I think Elvira and I are, are here to really enable, make sure that this 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 truly happens this next phase um i i do i i wonder what is 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 there so i i love how you shared so passionately about that is there anything coming up for you at the moment that you feel like just might be hindering you in any way or that, that you struggle with or that, that stops you perhaps from getting this out as quickly as you want to or is, is there anything that comes to mind when i ask that question well, the interesting thing is that um, part of what I do is I, I create um, people's memoirs, and I, it's a business called Time for My Story, and I, I started this business while I was at the funeral home, and I didn't really dedicate a lot of time because I was, you know, most of the time at the funeral home, but it started with one person who said, yeah, that's kind of a cool idea, and I was able to create a memoir, and oddly enough, the person that I did this memoir for, he had a whole bunch of tributes at the back, and everything was put together through him uh, until his last pretty much his last dying day, it literally came off the press the day he died. And I delivered to the family, and uh, the funeral was the next day. 
And he had micromanaged it, even though he was quite nonverbal. He knew exactly what he wanted in, these, in this piece. And uh, he was a party planner from Montreal, of all places. And he'd had this amazing life. And he died knowing that his memoirs were turned into a magazine. And so I, I feel the business concept is there. A lot of people have a lot of photos. Some people have, um, you know, words. But putting them together and creating what is essentially a, a magazine about someone's life or a book about someone's life that's not – um, you know, $40,000. Like, we don't charge outrageous numbers uh, to make this, but there seems to be something stuck. People love the idea, but it hasn't really evolved. I, I do free workshops in which people fill out this little booklet of little questions they ask, and this is in an effort to try and capture people who really have a burden in telling their story. Uh, most people say, you know what? My life's really insignificant. I always countered, no, everybody has a story. Everybody, I sound like Elvira. I said, you know, You've got to at least document something. Um, I've gone so far as just to make a little postcard, right? And I, I show this to people. It's Man on the Moon. There's the Beatles. There's the, Be the Blue Jays. And it just all it says in the back is, I remember. I don't even have one of these for my own father. I can sit right now and tell you that I don't know anything uh, in terms of my father's. I could, I, I could not answer this question. What were some of the most significant obstacles and how did you overcome them? One of the four questions in this booklet I have no idea how my father would answer that. So I think part of the reason why I feel stuck is that I know that my, my course with this, my vision with it is correct, but something is not gelling in terms of the amount of people that should be coming relative to how powerful this is. And I guess on the other side, you know, the endless wave, that's going to grow organically. I have a feeling that a number of people may reach out as a result of you putting this through your network. It's a free book. I'm not interested in making money. Both Nathan and I um, realized that the only way to pay for it was to pay it forward. So quite honestly, I came today with this, as I said, an open mind saying, that's where I'm stuck. I just want to make sure that I'm on the right course. And maybe time for my story is, you know, too far ahead of the game. I don't know. Sometimes I've, I've had that happen too. Visionaries sometimes, um, you know, I say trip with the shoelaces tied because that's how visionaries work. Wow. Yeah. I'll let you speak. Yeah, no, what I'm getting, um, you know, Michael, as you share all this, like it, it, it to me, it's clear that um, this is something that needs to get out into a bigger way. I, I'm seeing podcasts. I'm seeing you applying to be on more and more podcasts just to let people know, to, to let people hear your voice um, and, and your vision and and allowing them just to see what's available to them. Because this idea of capturing my mother's story before she goes, like it, it intimidates me a little bit because I, I, I think about sitting down with her and, you know, how do I, how do I do that with her? You know, she, she's always been, you know, a bit guarded and, and there's always been, you know, like whitewashing all, all the, the things. And I know there's a lot of trauma in her back, back, um, you know, background. And I, I'd like to, I'd love to be able to just sit with her and just say, you know, mom, this is something that needs to come from your soul and we need to capture it. And we're going to put together a beautiful book that we get to have forever. Like it, I think there's just a different way of capturing that concept so that, so 
so that more people go, oh my God, yes, I need to sit down with my mom, with my dad and do this with my grandmother, right? Um, like there, there's more that needs to be done. Like I, I feel like you've just sort of scratched the, the surface, but there's so much more of the value that, that it is going to have for the family when, when this book is, is left behind as a legacy item. I, I feel like there's, there's, there's deeper stuff to uncover there. That that's what I'm getting right off the bat. Rachel, what are, what are you getting love? So what I'm doing is Michael, wonder what I'm doing. I'm actually feeling, so I'm connecting with, with your energy, Michael. And what I sense is that like here, like here, like physically, I feel there's like a, there's a, there's something stuck here and what wants to come out, it's, it's, there's, there's more. So within you, there's so much more passion for you to share around this. And if we help you to unleash that, it's going to mean that actually when you're communicating about this, because to me, it, so, it sounds incredible. And I think when you're communicating, in fact, we just help, there's something to help just it's making me want to cough. So there's something sitting here within you that we just need to help release. It's going to help you be sort of like so in your surety and sureness about this, about what you're speaking about, that people are just going to go, yes, I get it. I understand it. And I now know why this needs, why I need to do this, why, why this needs to happen because um, people have their, it's, it's like, people have their stories that they want to share, but they've never, they've not met someone like you can help them. I think it will be very, very, what I'm also feeling is it for everyone on who comes into contact with you, so it will be extremely healing for them. Not only for the person who is, is um, sharing the story, but for the family who then have this as a, as a, as, as a, a memento or, or whatever you want to call it. It's going to be so healing for them in many ways, and it's going to help them. It's oh gosh, what I'm also feeling is it's going to really help in many ways to heal some family, family um, traumas, ties, some things that maybe have happened, and it's going to help people understand that person who you're who's perhaps passing away, or it's going to help them understand on such a deep level, have so much more compassion for them that a lot, I don't even think you realize this, a lot is going to be healed through this work that you're doing and that you're going to do. How does that sit with you, Michael? I just want you to, because there's... So it's, it's, it's it's so interesting that you you talk about this because it is very cathartic mm. the difference say between somebody who's doing this <clears throat> work uh, and what i mean by like a memoir writer generally somebody who just works with words it's one thing but because i work with images and i have a designer who i worked with on the magazine who now lays these these books out these magazines out it's you're basically in both worlds so the people that are overrun by like 100,000 photos on their iPhone and don't even know where to begin, I can, I can help them. And those people that, that don't feel comfortable sitting and typing out their own story, I can help them. And what, what's really interesting, and I, I hope you appreciate this, is that not everybody can afford my services. Not everybody wants to spend a few thousand dollars to create this, and I understand that. And that is why, at a bigger level, my vision and my goal and, and why I'm so, I guess, in tune with where you're both at and why, especially what you just said is that even if you don't do any work with me, I want you to listen to this podcast or listen to my voice or whatever and say, listen, 
take the time to capture memories now. There's no time like the present to capture the past. And don't regret something that you will very much regret. Like my own father. My father died 10 years ago this September. How I wish I could have sat down and just spent 20 minutes with him just writing stuff out. And I don't have that. And that's really the whole soul purpose, I think. And I meant that as a pun. I think my soul's purpose is to help people get in tune with this idea of capturing and preserving memories. And I think it ties in with the hospice work that I'm about to do. I think it ties in with the book I did. I think it ties in with Elvira. And somehow strange reasoning behind this, it almost transcends the work that pays the bills, if that makes sense. I think that's the conflict. Uh, the, big, the vision is so much bigger than me doing 20 of these a year. Although I love doing them, and they, but the bigger vision is to have people sit back and go, he's mm. right. I need to sit down with my grandmother or my son or my daughter or whoever. Yeah. He's mm. coming out, Michael. I feel it. There's, I just say, I know, yeah. I just want to share one thing, and I know Elvira needs, wants to hop in and say something. Mm. But it's almost like I see you, Michael, like like being able to support, like you on stage talking about this, talking to big groups of people about this. But also just imagine like, yes, it is a lot for you to sit down one to one and do this with someone. And I can see why you charge what you do for that. But there's also a way of you being able to create something. So actually people then have a they have a, a way of being able to do this themselves. There's some way that you create a, a model for them to go actually I. I, now I've heard Michael speak now I hear you and, and you speak so passionately about this and there's going to be a way for you to be able to support lots of people to do this and some people will be able to just once they've heard you it's going to click something with inside of them they're going to go right I want to do that and there's going to be some support documentation that they can go and actually create this themselves as well I feel that that's there's 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 that behind it this is big Michael this is this is big and we're just helping you almost like um open yourself up to that and release anything within you that would make you think, oh, I should just stay small with this. Maybe I'll just do it for the one-to-ones and, and, and maybe I'll just do it like, it's almost like, no, there's, there's, there's more and we're just helping you to release into that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. it, it feels bigger. And I think that's where my visionary mind is going with this. You know, 30 years ago, I was on the internet in 1994 and I realized that there was a skateboarding website because I went to a book that told me there was a skateboarding website. And that led to a book contract. It led to all kinds of things happening, feature films. And I'm not the architect of change within skateboarding, but I feel very strongly that perhaps I was doing all this work to build for what I'm about to do. Mm. And if this makes sense to you, it, it feels like both you and Elvira are super catalysts. In essence, the clarity that I'm getting now is, yes, I need to make money to pay the bills to make this happen. But on a much larger level, I want to be one of the architects that brings change within the way men view death and dying. But I also want to be one of these architects of, of change as it relates to how people relate to the past and their, their relatives. Because I think there's such a cathartic feeling of capturing stories and knowing somebody before they die. And mm -hmm. I did this with my, my parents-in-law and my wife turned to me and she said, I can't believe you found out about this. And these stories release emotions. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, but I feel almost like a Pied Piper of memories, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah.
I'm getting mm. chills. I'm, I'm getting chills as you speak. Go for oh. it. You want to shake. Oh my gosh. There's I'm glad so, it's resonating. There's yeah. so much here. The Pied Piper of, what did you say? The Pied Piper of memories memories okay i love that i love and that is what you are michael and i'm going to confirm everything that you've said and that rachel has said and that's coming through spirits making it come through in a big flood right now and i really feel that michael this is a movement you are going to be representing a movement of what is possible when we sit down with our elders and we capture stories we can actually heal because we understand better we go deeper to understand who they are and we understand why we are this way as well and we can let go we can let go of of old patterns old stories it's like well of course i'm this way because my dad just said this or my mom just said this so it's a way of healing and and i feel that you're going to be representing it on a few levels and and the the first one is is really the the, the visionary the pied piper of this as as a, a speaker that represents the movement right so people can do this on their own maybe you can create a template for them to do it on their own have at it right but then you can support people in a done with you uh, model as well and you can do a done for you model as well so you can support on three different levels to help people get their stories down have that healing take place bring the families even closer together so people don't die with their real music still in them so they don't die with their stories in them so the family gets to know each other better so that there can be more peace and Michael, I know you're all about world peace because you, you did um, skateboarding for peace where you had, you know, uh, kids from um, uh, Palestine and kids from Israel skateboarding together. And that just made me cry when I saw that picture. Um, so anyways, that that's what I have to share. Rachel, would you like to add to that? No, just that I'm getting so many. It was, it was, we clearly were getting the same download. <laughs> of course. In the same image for you, Michael, which is just this is just fantastic. It's just reaffirming. I think it's just reaffirming um, that this is this is much bigger. You probably knew it, but this is just affirming to you how big this is. This is meant to be, and to trust yourself with this, and not to fear. Gosh, can I do this? How am I going to do this? I just want you to know that kind of that is going to take care of itself, um, and you 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 just go go with go, go with this and enjoy the journey because I think you've got many lives to, you won't even know the amount of lives that you're going to be touching with this you won't even see all the lives that you're touching but just know that the ripple of what you are doing and what you're bringing forward is actually going to be quite quite magnificent mm. and uh, I, I that and this I is that. opening you up because you were talking earlier it was like you were you were speaking your truth and it was almost like you were just speaking out what you had felt but it was coming out and this is helping almost like affirm everything for you so that you move forward today going yes i'm sure of what i meant mm. to do. aligned action you know, aligned action yeah. go ahead michael go ahead well two thoughts you know this thing keeps sort of spiraling and other ideas keep coming together so for example um here in the gta <sighs> A service that I can do, this just came up in the last week or two, was to be at a celebration of life event and go around and capture people's memories of a person that they're celebrating. Now, it, it takes a certain amount of emotional intelligence to be able to do that. And I, I once put together, it's funny, an old skateboarder called Wee Willie Winkles, but we really had a, a celebration of life that I put together. We brought in a Beatles cover band and a whole bunch of people were there. 
and how I wished I could have just had a microphone and caught all the stories that people had about Willie. And I'm putting that out there because basically the way it works, it's, um, I call it memory scribe. And it's just another idea in this concept of capturing the memories. And, you know, these devices do a beautiful job of communication. Um, but ultimately, I wonder how effective they can be at connecting us. And where I'm kind of going with this is that I feel very strongly that the 750 plus funerals that I witnessed, so many stories were buried with people. And, you know, at the root, people say, you know, start with why. I guess I feel that stories are the glue uh, of the humanity that connects us. And when those stories become unglued or the stories get lost or they get buried, I think it, it, it takes something from our souls who are we're, we're in the present moment. I can't speak where those stories go because if the stole still has them I assume they're still around somewhere maybe you'll revisit them but ultimately in the here and now in the tangible it's more than a photo it's the story behind the photo and I did this with a guy called Warren Bolster um, who unfortunately committed suicide a number of years ago but he was the uh, publisher and rather editor of a magazine called Skateboarder and anybody who skateboarded in the 1970s know this magazine but I have this book and I have his inscription in the front and through a set of circumstances, I learned a little bit more about how he killed himself. And he made such a huge impact on this world. And yet, if it hadn't been for this book, I don't know how else to say it, but it's like it, his story and his work still resonate with me. And there's probably not a week that doesn't go by that I don't think about this man. And that's just one person and I only met him, you know, briefly. I worked with him for, uh, you know, about six, seven months. But I guess where I'm kind of going with this is that I'm a reflection of what, what he impressed upon me. He, his, his vision brought me to my vision. Mm -hmm. and, and that, I think, is the, that's the golden thread, right? So if I'm able to weave people's stories and help families and help with healing, well, and that's just that's just gravy on top of the cherry. I mean, that's that's just how I feel. You know, it's like that, that's the warmth of a memory. That's the bit. That's what I saw at funerals was the bittersweetness of it all. Mm -hmm. That people miss that person, miss the memory of that person, but remembered so many great things about that person. And now I'm saying is capture it because your great, 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 great grandchildren will want to know. Yeah. They'll want to know. Yeah. Wow. There's a That's lot beautiful. of, it's so beautiful, Mike, because you were talking then, there's a lot of energy. I don't know how much you feel about energy. I, I, I've never, I haven't asked you about this, but there's actually a lot of energy going into your throat right now. As you were speaking, there's a lot of, I'm sending a lot of healing into your voice, into here. So I don't know if there's something that's clearing around so that it's going to help you speak this message stronger or with more purpose or with more passion. But there's definitely something here going on that's, that, that there might well have been a restriction in the past or something sometimes you've held back in some way from fully expressing this or some, there's something around that that's going on at the moment because there's a lot of energy here in my hand and there's a lot happening here, I feel it anyway, in your throat. So it, it may well be just be opening up and preparing you for more words to come out, for, for you to speak more and be heard more and to not fear um what you fear because actually if you're going to be on stages you're going to be in front of thousands and thousands of people your voice needs to be in alignment with that and i think i feel that that is what what is going on right now 
you might not mm. know you might you might you you probably remember at some point going oh yeah i remember that call with rachel and elvira and the, the, <laughs> well, i won't forget this call no, <laughs> you know, no. because because you're you're going to be it's almost like you're going to be speaking after this with so much more certainty about everything yeah. about yeah. what you're doing i love it that. it feels love like that, that. Yeah, I feel very much that it's, <coughs> I guess I would describe it like this. I know where I want to be, and I know what is required to take myself there, because I've done it before. And like I said, I think all of it was a buildup to bring it to, to this piece, which is, I mean, skateboarding is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think all of it was a precursor. It was almost like the pre-work. Um, mm to the buildup of what I think is my real mission in life. Yeah. And, you know, I go back to Elvira, you know, this whole idea of music inside of you. Uh, um, I, I, I guess I got five years on Colonel Sanders. You know, he started 65 <laughs> with the special, special sauces and special ingredients. But I, I feel very strongly that I'm 60 uh, in a few months and Yay. I don't feel sick. I don't feel sick, <laughs> but I feel like this is the last dance. This is the last piece mm. of the puzzle that connects all of the work I've done to the real serious, serious stuff. Yes. Um, but I think I'm, I think I'm that bridge because to be able to stand up and tell people, well, look, you know, skateboarding and death and spirituality, like, no, one, <laughs> no one would have done anything like that. Together. You have to have a weird mind. Yeah. But oh, my it. God. Yeah. I love so that's it. A, I love it. That's the bridge that I feel that I am. Anyway. You you are for sure. You are for sure. We need to wrap up our show, but I just want to say thank you so much, Michael, for coming on. Rachel, you're a goddess as always, um, you know, bringing us your beautiful healing magic. And I love watching you in action. It's so it's so beautiful. Uh, Michael, I feel there's a lot more ahead and we'll stay in communication and, and see, you know, um, if we can support you in any way moving forward. But I, I feel like like this is a catalyst today that that you're going to see your life in a different way and you're going to start taking you know even more powerful inspired action forward because that's what's going to get you the miracles of serving with your bigger purpose so i want to thank you thank you both so much in an honor and joy to be in your space and uh rachel i'd like you to close down with a little uh, meditation and then i'm going to do a little sound blessing and and we'll wrap up the show so thank you fantastic thank you and i want everyone who's here listening right now what i feel like has been working with with michael but anyone who's here listening right now it's almost like we're just clearing um clearing their thoughts and their beliefs right now because what i think michael has also shown and i want people to feel is that um it's never too late like there's michael mm. saying you know what he's turning 60 and you know what but he's there's so much so i think a lot of people might just think well what's even the point why might why even bother trying to get my passions out there trying to get my purpose out there or, or be you know and and i want you to take from this that it's never too late and and if you've got something burning inside of you that you want to share that you want to release that you want to speak don't hold that in allow it to come out because i think listening to what michael has said today i hope that will really inspire you to go yes i i'm, I'm i i um it's 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 not wherever you are in your life i want you to hear that it is not too late and also mm. to connect with your loved ones connect with connect with connect with your parents connect with your children and have those stories have those conversations get get that um 
get your stories out there because I think that's going to be the catalyst for lots of lots of healing that needs to happen. So this hasn't been quite a meditation today. This has been more of a, of a loving, dear message that we want you to hear from listening to this to this show today. And I'm just surrounding you in a lot of peaceful, loving light. And I want you to feel that. I want you to allow that to flow through you. I want you to remember that you matter, that you have a message, that you have something to share. And I promise you, it is not too late. And I hope you take comfort from that. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. And I feel inspired to share a little song, a little jingle that I wrote, uh, well, that I channeled a, a couple of Sundays ago. And it, it's so in keeping with what you've just shared. So Spirit's asking me to share it. I was just going to give you a little sound blessing, but I feel I need to share this song instead. So may, may I share it? All right, here's how it goes. Okay, all my little jingles are very cheesy and very funny. So here we go. All right. A one, a two, a one, two, three. It's never too late and you're never too old to be happy, healthy and wealthy and bold. You've got to be a miracle magnet. Be a miracle magnet. Do that thing that you were brought here to do and be a miracle magnet true yeah <laughs> i love that one way to end the show thank you so oh my gosh and i will give a little blessing just because uh but thank you so much to everybody who's tuned in today please share this with anybody that you feel needs to hear this message today it's never too late let Michael inspire you to go to your next level, to heal, to gather your, the stories of the people in your lives that, that need to be gathered and, and to have more peace and more healing in your family. And that will um, ripple out into the world as well. So thank you. Thank you all. And we'll see you on the next episode of Your Voice is Magic. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much to you both.